Welcome to 15 Minute Theatre, the only review show that squeezes a whole production into 900 seconds. The date is the 8th of April 2019 and we've just been to see A German Life. Open the house. Oh, good and tag. Double. I can't remember. That's okay. It. Uh, so we've just been to see a play, innit? We've uh, been to see yes. play. We've been to see this play called A German Life at yeah. the Bridge Theatre. Tell me uh, a bit about it. Okay, I would, but I can't read your writing. Shall I do it? Yeah, so you better do it. Okay, that was our wrong verse of what I thought we'll stick to have things after today. Yeah, but if I wrote it, we'd be able to understand it. So tomorrow it. you could do it. Okay, fine. Great. Um, okay, so it was adapted from the life and testimony of Brunhilde. So you can't read your writing either. Well, sometimes I think James rushes things and they don't get not. done properly. I find that really offensive. <laughs> it was it was drawn from the life and testimony of Brunhilde Pompsel. It was written by Christopher Hampton, directed by Jonathan Kent. Now, not to be confused with Superman's father. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, designer was Anna Flischl. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and um, there was only one actor in it. Was there? Who the was that? Maggie Smith. Dame Maggie? Dame Maggie Smith, yeah. Dame Maggie. And it's um, at the Bridge Theatre, and it's running until the 11th of May, 2019. Okay. Oh, give us a synopsis, please. Well, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I was asleep for quite a lot of it. <laughs> I know. I'm amazed I stayed awake for it. It's basically about a secretary who worked for the propaganda unit in during the Second World yeah. War and hung out, hung out a bit with girls. So it's, yeah, it's based on a documentary, isn't it? That there's some chaps made with this German lady that had lived for almost a, a century or over a century. But I don't think that was the point. She just lived through the war, didn't yeah, she? Yeah. So it told us a bit about her life pre-war, then a bit about her life. During the war, and then a little bit about her life after the war. Okay, I didn't like this on so many levels. I didn't like it either. <sighs> For a start, it was. I mean, we've seen one one person shows before, haven't we? To be honest, I'm. I do normally avoid the one person show. Well, that's more challenging for the actor. But yeah. when Simon Callow did it, he was amazing. Oh, Callow. Yeah. God bless him. We see him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there, Simon. Hi, Simon. If you're listening, um, but. This reminded me very much of Alan Bennett's Talking Heads. Yeah. And Thora Heard doing a cream cracker under the city. Except it wasn't Thora Heard, it was Sam Maggie Smith, and it wasn't as interesting as Thora Heard doing it. And it wasn't funny. Yeah. And But I'd, I mean and it's all been it's all been done before. I thought it I thought it borders on exploitation, personally. Because it, we've got Schindler's List. I know these are films, we've got Schindler's List, we've got the pianist, and we've got so, well, downfall. Downfall. And this was like a pair of limitations of downfall. And it's like, it didn't give us anything else new. But, I mean, what new evidence are you expecting to find out well, about the it's not, it's not exactly new evidence, but no new interpretation. It was like pulling at a heartstrings in like a really boring, Yeah, but that clumsy this way. is just somebody's life. It's not... It's somebody's life. It's but real. It, it's yeah, real. But, it's not... I just didn't think it was interesting. Or engaging. Well, I mean, I clearly didn't because I slept through most of it. Do you know what? As well, I'm not have to say. 
um, at the end of it, we were sat there, 60 Jewish people had gone to see the play, and they were really upset because um, Mikey Smith was talking about a, a particular prisoner, uh, a particular concentration camp. Yeah. And um, apparently, at this camp that was mentioned, nobody was, uh, people weren't, uh, Jewish people weren't. Oh, so she there. said that she, when she had a shower, she was there for five, well, not, I don't think she was there for the entire of her. But that was like a but, big point, wasn't but it? But she said that, so that um, when she went in the showers, she would think, oh God, this is the, where they came to die. Yeah, so which that, isn't true. Um, right. And also, apparently the gas didn't come out of the shower heads and stuff. Okay. So, you know, I just felt every step, it was like, it felt like a very well-made GCSE drama project. Um, yeah, there was no light and shade in it, was it? It was just sort of one level all the way through. It was also... She was so, and I'm, this came obviously from the interviews that were done. Yeah. But she was so complacent. I would have preferred to see someone who was more defensive. You know, I don't know if it benefited from having an interview with her who was trying to explain. Do you know this is quite bad? What happened? Could you, I mean, well, she said at the end, "Oh, I feel I, I don't believe in justice. I believe in evil, but not justice." Well, the thing is, it's just it's a real. You, but you, this is just a real person's account. You can't. It's not been over-dramatised, so, which all right, is what you want. But, no. But so was Downfall, which was about um, Ava Braun. Not Ava Braun. But Hitler. It was about Hitler's secretary, wasn't it, Downfall? It, Downfall was seen from the view of Hitler's secretary, one of the secretaries who worked yeah. in Hitler's uh, bunker. Yeah. And, and that was just one person's experiences. Yeah, that was powerful, moving, chilling. Yeah, but that was a different set of experiences. Yeah, but they were very similar. The stories that the big set piece in this, when she's talking about the children of Goebbels and stuff, that's exactly what happened. The thing is, you, you can't make somebody's real experience something that it isn't. No, what I'm trying to say is, I've, I've watched Downfall more than five times. Yeah. I could not sit through another five minutes of that play. Well, no, neither could I. So I'm just comparing it for that reason because yeah. it's the same material, it's the same information, just presented in a really boring way. Well, it's a different way. person's experience of it. I know, but it's, I think it's, a, it's not the content. The content's very similar. Yeah. About the passion of the, you know, the um, of how the children got killed. Or the passion in the... Yeah, but she wasn't there. It's different. No, but she's still telling the story. Yeah. Anyway, should we move on? <laughs> okay. Because I'm a bit annoyed about this whole thing. I feel like I've wasted a bit of my life. Uh, <laughs> I blame you for that, even though it's my idea to go and see Don't this Don't blame one. me. Um, let's talk about Maggie Smith. It's hard to know. I'd be interested to see the documentary because it, I, I didn't know whether she kept repeating herself a lot and like hesitating a lot. And I don't know whether that was, I don't know whether that was her not being able to remember her lines or whether that's actually how she was being directed. I feel it was the latter. Yeah. And I think there's, I think there's, there was an awful lot for her to learn. And, and I don't know. I think this is my problem as well. It's like, you know, Ian McKellen doing Leah or, you know, that really annoying Irish guy doing Hamlet. Andrew Scott? Yeah. He was great in Fleabag. He was very good in Fleabag. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like, it, I thought it was self-indulgent. You know, oh, I'm going to learn this play, which is an hour and 40 minutes long, and I'm going to learn it all off the top of my head. Well, she hasn't been on the stage for a long time, has she? But, I can't remember how long, it's like 20 years or something. If you're taking the challenge of ent of entertainment, which is what it is, entertaining an audience 
or holding an audience for an hour and 40 minutes, you've got to be able to do that. And I don't well, think I think it's a bad it. choice of play for her. I mean, she's a great actress. Yeah. She's good to listen to, but it started feeling like I was back in GCSE history. I just, I just, it just seemed to drone on and on and on and on on one level with no, there was no excitement about anything or there was no... Oh, nothing. no drama. We had three or four small audio bit pieces, some yeah. text, didn't we? That you didn't really need. No. But also, she sat in the chair for the whole time. Yeah. Well, Mr. Caleb did. But, I mean, she was, she did point out at the end that she's old and she can't walk properly because she can't see properly. Yeah, well, that's all fair enough. But when Simon Callow is doing A Christmas Carol. He loves Simon it, Well, he played all the parts. A Christmas Callow. <laughs> is that what I said? No. Oh, but he did, you know, he, he, you were visually engaged. And I don't think you can be stimulated just watching someone sitting in a chair talking. I don't know. Well, you fell asleep. I so fell you asleep. Know. I don't know why I'm defending it. I know. Because <laughs> you didn't have to sit through it. <laughs> All right. Um, staging. It's pretty boring. Well, apparently, that she moved towards. The stage moved towards us, yeah. So that, so she was on uh, like a parquet floor. Yeah, I did notice that. She gradually moved. moved further into the audience. And the set at the back, it was like there was a door a kitchen bit, like a bookshelf and a window and they all moved further apart. Was there no purpose for that? No. No purpose. And it started off light coming in through the window and ended up at night. Yeah, I noticed the light, the shadows changing and I thought, oh my God, this is just showing me how long. When I was a kid <laughs> and I used to stay at my grandmother's house, I used to sit at the window and look because we didn't have light, uh, street lights where I grew up. Oh. So I used to sit and look at the street light the waiting 1800s. for it to come on and I'd never catch it. And oh. I felt like I'd sit there for hours. It was probably only about a minute because oh. I've got quite a short attention span. Poor little... But I never... Because I wanted to see it go pink and then go yellow. Did they come round with, cam- with like, uh, lights and light the candles in the street lights? <laughs> Turn up the gas? <laughs> little urchin. All right, I think we are pretty clear what we hated. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you liked? Um, no. I liked the first five minutes and <laughs> then it dawned on me that this is it. Yeah. And I knew that it was an hour and 40 minutes of this crap trap. Yeah. She got a standing ovation though, didn't she? Not from us. No. And not from everyone either, actually. No. It's only a few people. She prob- they probably knew her. It was Dame Maggie, isn't it? Got to give her a clap, at least. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, probably. Anyway, <laughs> should we take a break? <laughs> yeah, sure. antics everyone was very well behaved everyone sat very quietly well I suppose if there's anything I must point out the two Jewish people who sat next to us and I think I think they were coming from a society or something because they were they were there on business it felt do you think yeah and and they were saying that they're going to write they wanted to write to the theatre and they were really upset actually that it was misinformation and I felt upset you know, when you... I know I'm banging on about films, but I've got no other comparison. But when you watch someone like Schindler's List or The Pyramids... They are massively over-dramatised. Of course they are. But you really feel the plight and the persecution like, of the Jewish people. But there's, and in yeah. this, it was really skirted over. Well, she said she didn't really know what was going on, didn't she? Yeah, but that's what she, this woman was saying in an interview. Yeah. And I don't know if... Verbatim theatre is the best, most interesting form of theatre anyway. 
Do you know what verbatim theatre is? What is verbatim theatre? Please fill us all in. Verbatim theatre is basically when you take an interview and yeah. just perform that. Did you ever see London Road? No, I saw London's Berlin and I okay. hated it. We'll talk about London Road afterwards. Oh, right then. Yeah. Okay, so um, so thank you to those people um, in the audience. And yeah. I hope you did write to... I uh, hope you did get it changed. Not that you can, because you're saying her interpretation. Actually. Well, good luck Do you know to what I, would, I think it would have benefited from? What's I that? Said this. Song and dance routine. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of where you can put that Spring in. Spring time for Hitler. Don't, don't, Sorry, don't. that's very poor taste. It is. Um, it would have really benefited from having the interviewer. Have you said even, that already? You've said that already. All right, but I really mean it, so I'm going to say it again. Okay, because fine. You can say even, it again. even if they just ask the questions they ask, having them looking and the reactions will at least give them something else to look at. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Bad enough. Should we score it? Yeah. All right, so I'll go first because you went first last time. Okay. Performances, James. Well, she... I struggle with this because I think she... She gave she, a good... She's a... Look, yeah. But I was saying she could read the back of a cereal packet and make it sound interesting. Yeah. And she's got a certain tone and she was just doing that so I'm going to give her an eight. Well, that's generous, I think. Picky? Uh, it's tricky, isn't it? Because it's Dame Maggie Smith. Just because um, you've got a dame in the front doesn't mean you have to... There's nothing like I'm a I'm going to give her an eight as well because I did fall asleep but okay. she was... Yeah. Yeah, she you is good. You can't be able to mark any of these. Yeah. Sage and technical, Vicky. Oh, I'm going to give it like a... Six. You're joking. I'm giving it a two. <laughs> the stage moved. <laughs> okay. Oh, my Lord. Right, narrative for... And that's generous. I'm going to give it a five. Originality. Um, I'm giving it a one. <laughs> you really hate it. I'm going to give it a four. And was it worth it? Three. I'm going to give it a... And that's for sitting and watching Maggie Smith. I'm going to give it a four for sitting and watching Maggie Smith. All right. So, listen, while I talk of these all-important scores, would you be so kind as to tell the listener, I like the fact you were lucky, but you already know. I know what we're going to um, see. What we're going to see. Um, we've got a bit of a theme going on this week, so tell the audience, please. So, tomorrow night, in fact, we are going to go and see Fiddler on the Roof, which is another one of James's choices. Is it? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. This is James's week. Uh, oh, don't blame James's me week. for today, because that'll mean so... I'll never get to choose another player again. I don't ever get to choose like one in five, listener. That's absolute nonsense. We could, uh, go, we could go through them at the award show. Okay, fine. Uh, a complete pointless exercise. Anyway, we're going to see Fiddle on the Ring, which will hopefully be a lovely, uplifting, joyful sing along, a dance along. Uh, and done the scores? I have done the scores. It gets harder every time. Right, it gets a star rating of 2.25. Oh, that's which poor. Which puts it. Right at the bottom of the leaderboard below oh, the American poor. clock. Oh my lord! Poor Maggie. It puts it way lower than the wider earth. Yeah. Which it, I now use as my leveler. <laughs> <laughs> at least that was a bit entertaining. Well, look, I think I think I'm going to put. If this was a GCSE exam paper, I would probably, must try harder. <laughs> poor Maggie. Poor Maggie. Never mind. It's done, we're done, the war's done, let's all move on and try and get on with our lives. Okay, good. I feel like I need another musical. I feel like I need a drink. Oh. <laughs> Thankfully that's the theatre bell, which oh, means we can do God. all those things. Let's go. See ya. Bye.
If you're brave enough to have your theatre production reviewed, please contact us at 15minutetheatre at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and please rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks for listening.